Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. This is QNN, your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA plus news and sport from Australia and the world. Celebrating 15 years on air, thanks to Australia's only rainbow community media organisation, Joy. Hi there, I'm Matthew Wade and this is your QNN update. Nearly 24,000 gay marriages have taken place since same-sex marriage was legalised in Australia, according to data from the Australian Bureau of Statistics 2021 Census. Yet the first round of 2021 Census data had little other detail about LGBTIQA Australians. The former Scott Morrison government had previously ignored calls by community to collect data about sex, gender, sexual orientation and variations of sex characteristics in the 2021 Census. Advocacy groups have now called on the newly elected Anthony Albanese government to follow the lead of New Zealand, Canada and the UK and count LGBTIQA people in the 2026 census. Two out LGBTIQA politicians have been sworn into the Victorian government's ministerial cabinet, making them the first out LGBTIQA ministers in the Victorian parliament's history. Harriet Shing MLC and Steve Demopoulos MP were sworn into the cabinet earlier this week as part of a shake-up of Premier Daniel Andrews' frontbench after several ministers stood down and announced they wouldn't recontest their seats at the upcoming state election. After the swearing-in, Steve Demopoulos said he felt extraordinarily privileged and honoured and felt he was standing on the shoulders of past gay MPs forced to hide their sexuality. Around 1,000 people gathered on Friday, June 24 to create a giant human progress pride flag on the steps of the Sydney Opera House. The human rainbow display of pride commemorated the 44th anniversary of the first Sydney gay and lesbian Mardi Gras in 1978 and helped launch Sydney World Pride 2023, which will take place from February 17 to March 5 next year. Speakers at the event included Minister for the Arts Benjamin Franklin, Sydney Lord Mayor Clover Moore, CFO for Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras Gil Beckwith and 78ers co-chair Diane Minnis. The New South Wales Government will provide $2.3 million to support trans and gender diverse communities as part of the 2022-23 New South Wales Budget. The funds are part of the New South Wales Government's $12 million LGBTIQ health strategy that was unveiled in March, where it was also announced that the New South Wales Government and ACON would set up the first health centre for LGBTIQ people in the state. And LGBTIQA advocates are calling on the Australian federal politicians to urgently re-establish the federal parliamentary friends of LGBTIQA Australians group. That was your news update. Now to Jacqueline with your sport report. Brisbane is set to host Touch Football Australia's inaugural Touch of Pride event, celebrating inclusion and diversity in sport for LGBTIQA plus and gender diverse individuals. The two-day sporting event, which includes one non-binary division, will be held on the 22nd and 23rd of July and is a partnership with the Brisbane Economic Development Agency. Touch Football Australia Chief Executive Officer Jamie O'Connor says the initiative is part of the new strategic plan, committed to making Touch Football safe, inclusive and welcoming for everyone. The German Football Association has announced a new regulation supporting the right to play for trans 
trans, intersex and non-binary persons. The regulation which comes into effect for the 22-23 season stipulates that the player decides whether they should play for a women's or a men's team and can switch teams at their discretion. Two-time Women's World Cup football champion and former Ballon d'Or winner Megan Rapino has criticised recent legislation limiting transgender athletes' participation in women's sport. The American soccer player says a blanket ban by sporting governing bodies is unethical, misinformed and cruel. Her comments come on the back of restrictions imposed by cycling and swimming world governing bodies, with football and athletics administrators set to review their transgender eligibility policies. Leinster rugby scrum half Nick McCarthy has publicly come out as gay and thanked coaches Leo Cullen and Stuart Lancaster for their support. The 27-year-old Irish rugby player says he had contemplated walking away from the game. However, his experience has been entirely positive. During an interview with Leinster Rugby TV, coach Cullen praised McCarthy for his courage. Nick is a brilliant individual and we're supportive of him. You know, we want to make sure our guys are able to, I guess, maximise all their ability and bring all of themselves to, to Leinster Rugby while we're here. Thanks, Jacqueline. That's what's making news in the LGBTIQA plus community this week. The Q&N team will be back here next week or you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Q&N. I'm Matthew Wade. Q&N was recorded at Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au or via the Joy app. Q&N is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.